Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today, you'll be listening to a crossover episode of Real Trending, a podcast from our sister company, Real Trends, that focuses on interviewing the brightest minds in real estate. In this episode, Real Trends managing editor Tracy Velt interviews leading edge real estate CEO Linda Okanowski on the lessons she learned from rebranding after her former franchise pulled the plug. After going through that experience five years ago, she now joins the podcast to talk about her company's new program for virtual teams and brokers. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. This is Tracy Velt, Managing Editor for Real Trends, now owned by Housing Wire and HW Media. Today, you'll be listening to an exclusive interview that features Linda Okanowski, CEO of Leading Edge Real Estate in Boston. In today's interview, Linda discusses lessons learned rebranding from a franchise to an independent and her company's innovative new program called Leading Edge Affiliate Partner Program, a new solution for teams and small independent brokerages. So welcome, Linda. Oh, thanks for having me, Tracy. Yeah, so I was obviously first introduced to you through your partner, Paul Mydelsky, and um, you are both a part of the Real Trends CEO group, the Broker Council. So I'm glad to see you again. Um, so at the time that I met Paul, you, you know, the company was kind of going through a transformation from a franchise to an independent literally overnight. So tell me a little bit about that, um, and then we'll go into some of the steps that you took to kind of calm the storm, because it was literally overnight. <laughs> so, In fact, it was an unconventional way uh, to become an independent, certainly. Um, like most um, small teams or people who want to grow a brokerage, we joined a franchise, and um, kudos to... Um, a lot of those wonderful people in that organization and the friends I've met along the way. 
And um, we decided that contractually, we could not uh, have a mind meeting, a meeting of the minds on uh, what we considered was a fairness issue. And uh, it, it got hairy. Uh, our franchisor decided that if we wouldn't sign our franchises that we couldn't operate. And overnight we became leading edge real estate. And um, we were not prepared to do that. We did not have our brand ready. We hadn't thought it out. We thought we'd be stuck in the remaining contracts for the next couple of years. So it meant we had to think on our feet fast and, um, and we didn't do it right. I can tell you that we did not launch. We should have been better prepared. And I have a lot of advice for people who want to do that someday. <laughs> That's great. So let's kind of talk about that. What were your immediate steps? Obviously, you had to remove your branding from everything from, you know, taking signs down to not using letterhead to, um, you know, all your marketing products and programs and that. So how did you get that across to your agents? And, and what were some of the things that you immediately did um, to kind of calm the storm and reassure them? Remember, every sign that you have, every piece of social media, every pen in your office is branded with your franchise. Um, it was difficult. You know, we have a lot of people who have been very loyal and respected the franchise. And yet we consider this the most amazing opportunity, uh, one we did not take full advantage of for another year. Uh, overnight, we were just producing signs. They were very bland. Um, we didn't look at the things that were really important in a brand. We simply had to uh, debrand and get a new name out there. But that journey for the next year on building a brand was very interesting, Tracy, in that we made a lot of expensive mistakes. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean, we hired big, you know, fancy in town, uh, marketing gurus and branding gurus. And everyone has the same kind of process, build a logo, you know, and it's everything's around the logo. And at the end of this, what we discovered is I think all logos are pretty much crap. I don't know why real estate agents and companies bother with logos. Um, unless you're the Apple or McDonald's or BMW and you have millions of dollars to support it, that's not what's important. Your name is important. And when we came to this revelation, we also thought we're going to look at the signs differently than anyone has looked at signs. Now, this seems so pedestrian to talk about the sign, mm -hmm. but I think we have the most, I would say, the, the freshest, uh, the cleanest real estate signs anywhere on earth. And we did that because we looked at other our, our competitors and saw all the crap on their signs. I mean, you don't need to put your email on your signs. You don't need to mention that you're a realtor. You don't need to put your photo on the signs. You don't need to have your logo on the signs. Nobody is uh, going to your website from your signs. They're calling you. So we cleaned up the signs. If you understand that negative space amplifies your message, we took the sign and we made, we call them our marquee signs. Mm -hmm. And we put our agent's name in lights, meaning huge font, name of agent, their phone number, and then leading edge. And that was on the left. Remember, you read left to right. And on, uh, we ran it vertically along the side leading edge. 
our signs shine, you know, they're reflective. It's about the agent. Our agents will tell you that um, people feel like they have more signs in the ground because they see their name everywhere. And once we cleaned up our act with our brand, we had a whole clean look for the entire company and it's really paid off. Great. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, signs depend on the state, what you have to put on them. Um, but there, you know, the, a lot of people mistake a brand as a logo and it's so much more than that. So tell me a little bit about what your brand is today and how it evolved. Well, for years, we've been trying to distinguish ourselves in the industry to not be like any other company. And this is going to lead to leaving the franchise, creating the LEAP program in a moment. But, you know, um, let's face it, we all know what's going on Our, in the industry. There's Everyone says the right things, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Everyone says we're full of integrity and we're, you know, we're honest. And boy, but if you have to say that, you're in trouble. And we know that consumers are super frustrated because um, they're not sure their offers are being presented. Listing agents would like to sell their own houses, you know, their own listings and double side. That kind of crap and shenanigans is going on in the industry. And leading edge from the beginning has tried to be the company where we gave full exposure to every seller and every buyer had a chance to get in. It sounds so simple. I think every broker owner I know says, yeah, we like that too. And except for we deal with their agents and that's not what's happening on the ground. So that's really our brand. We do the right thing. We are very strategic. How can we help you maximize your sale, et cetera. So, you know, and, and our brand isn't integrity and honesty. It's like, we tell the truth. It's verbs. We tell the truth, you know, count on us to do the right thing. Not those kind of slogans that everyone talks about. So let's talk about your agents, because obviously this was a huge transformation for them. Um, did you lose a lot of agents and how did you keep the agents that you had? Um, another um, company of our franchise had left a couple of years before us and had lost 60% of their agents. We were keenly aware of the danger we were in and the vultures come out to attack and offer your agents sweetheart deals So our focus was on retention beyond anything, calling our agents, staying in front of them. Yes, we lost agents. We couldn't compete with some of the offers. Some of the agents we lost, I wanted to throw a party. It cleaned house. I think if people are willing to go someplace else for money and the company doesn't mean something to them, if they weren't attached to our philosophy and how we were trying to change the industry, you know, they're not a good fit for us. I feel like we became a much cleaner, fresher, better company as a result we were stronger with the right people okay and so have any of the people who left originally come back people that you wanted to come back we did have some people come back Mm -hmm. interesting matter of fact we had someone join today that had left us and um they said you know i started with leading edge and i thought you know the grass looked greener I didn't know I'd been with the kind of company that had everything. Then I was a little embarrassed when I was realized I was in the wrong place. And I looked around at other companies and they don't have what you had. And matter of fact, he's joining today. Right. So we've had a couple of nice stories like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and from a management perspective, um, you know, what, what was that process like right immediately following? Um, did, did you have agreement on all sides and did you uh, have a, you know, were you able to quickly implement a plan of action with the agents um, 
to keep them and to explain to them and be transparent to them. We had, um, we were using Zoom very early. Uh, we had as many in-person meetings, um, uh, collectively company meetings to keep everyone close and keep them informed. They wanted transparency. A lot of them were heartbroken. You know, they had, uh, you know, they had a great affinity for uh, some of the branding and felt like they were part of that franchise for a long time. At the same time, the new message was we're independent. We now don't have to answer to anybody at corporate. We can take full control of our marketing, our technology platform, you know, the way we do things. Uh, not to mention, guys, have you noticed we haven't been really using a lot of the tools of the franchise? We've had to recreate on the ground all of our own marketing. We're doing all of our own education and coaching. So we really, you know, outside of the big convention that you can go to, which by the way, if you go to NAR or you go to Inman, they're all the same speakers on the circuit mm -hmm. and you can still network with all the right people. Um, you know, there was a way to say we're nimble now. You know, we're, we're not some beho beho uh, behemoth that can't be steered around easily. Uh, we can make our own decisions about everything. People liked that. Okay. And what were some of those, uh, you know, obviously you've, you've, it's been uh, what, two years now? Uh, we left in 2017. Oh, wow. It's been longer than that then. Yeah. Okay. It well, seems we like yesterday up. we were first talking about it. We so. went to litigation in 2019. Okay. Started, and then we didn't even hear about the results of our trial till 2020. Okay. Okay. So that's why I'm thinking it was uh, it was earlier, or you know, just more recently. So it's like pregnancy. Other people's pregnancies go fast, not your own. It was forever for us. <laughs> right. I believe it. So obviously, since then you've rebranded. Um, you've done a lot of hard work maintaining the relationships with your agents and and redeveloping your culture. Um, and so several, it's, you know, several years later, and you've got a new program out called LEAP. Um, it stands for Leading Edge Affiliate Partner Program. And I thought it was a really interesting concept. There are some companies doing that, um, but it's the only thing they're doing is branding, allowing the teams to be powered by their brand rather than part of their brand. So before we go into detail about what the program actually is, I wanted to get a little bit of insight from you on the thought process, you know, behind the whole thing and how did it come about? How did you develop it? I think I realized it was just over a year ago. I woke up and went, gosh, I've spent, it's taken me two decades to get my act together. <laughs> you know, the company, it takes 20 years to put all the pieces in place. Uh, we started as a six person company when I became the broker owner. And it, you know, you don't have the money to even have a compliance and uh, financial team. You don't have coaching, you don't have education, you don't have a technology platform, you don't have your services in place, you don't have a marketing team, you don't have, an, it takes, you have to build, you have to get big enough and bring in enough uh, money to create the services to really compete. And I thought, you know, if I'd had what I have now 20 years ago, can you imagine where we would be, what we could have grown? And I have seen so many, you know, teams, small brokerages go, you know, they can't wait, their ego, I know this is for so many people, I'm gonna own my own brokerage. 
but they have to keep money on the table and they have to go sell. So they don't have time to create and adopt and implement all these systems. It takes an enormous amount of time and a lot of mistakes and failure till you kind of start to get it right. And I thought, what if we could give everyone a head start? Um, and then in a direct comparison, you know, I think a lot of those teams go, you know, I'm going to sign up with a franchise. They'll give me what I want. But what you're really getting with a franchise is a brand and a chance to network. You maybe some referral sources. I mean, that is all good, but nobody does the nitty gritty for you. Nobody's taking care of your compliance and your escrow account and your back office and bringing in new agents and onboarding. And no one is bringing in, you know, the training for all of the new agents. And there isn't a graphic design team and a marketing team. Now, a lot of these franchises offer uh, platforms for marketing, but it's, uh, it's stationary. In other words, you have to plug it in. There's no customization. And that works for some things, but agents want to be able to create their own marketing materials. You need a staff that can do you know, social media images that are custom. And again, it takes years to put you know, that staff in place. And I thought, what if you could wake up one day and say, I want the autonomy. I want my own identity, right? But I need all of the pieces to fuel my business so that I can focus on the things that make me money. And we all know, uh, you can talk to anyone, you know, I loved Inman years ago, had an article about the broker, broker, they're broker owners, they're broke owners. The margins are so thin. And I know personally, if I really wanted to make money, I would go out and sell Tracy. I would make more money. Um, however, if you're on a mission and you know how to grow people and you're good at helping them achieve their goals and success, helping them put their kids through school, helping them save for retirement, helping them grow their business. You know, if that's your mission, then you can help a lot more people by offering a program. So we came up with the acronym is Leading Edge Affiliate Program. Uh, but these partners of ours can, it is a plug and play system. Come in, we have the marketing team in place. You don't have to worry about escrow. We've already have deposit link. We already have an unbelievable hub technology platform, you know, single sign on that can do absolutely everything. I know how much money it takes to do that. And, you know, when you're starting out, you don't have it. Now you've got everything of a big brokerage, but you can still have your identity partnered on our signs um, and fueled by us. We don't allow our partners to open in our um, existing markets. You know, you don't want to lose your own agents to the affiliate program. And it's a system that has, it's just starting to get legs. We only have one. We're talking to a lot of people. I feel like at the end of this year, we might have another 10. And it's a great way for our business to grow and to help other businesses grow. Okay. So from what I understand, it's um, a team or broker focus, uh, branding focus uh, forward and it's really powered by you. They're, they're basically using your systems. Right. Okay. So how, um, tell me the, I guess, how that works, because then you're, you are, comp you're not doing it in the same markets, so you're not competing with them. Um, but what would be the benefit for a team or broker to do this? Obviously you mentioned some of them, um, but if they're all about the brand, 
and they they want you know some big brand out there um why not choose to franchise yourself instead of do something like this well it goes back to where i talked about the science before their real brand that brings in their clients that's not why the phone rings the phone rings because of your name and i think the way we've thought about like i said our marquee signs and the way we uh set you up even the signs although if you want a logo you can have them we're discouraging logos we want your name out there as part of your team so you can do your name and your team you can have a rider with a logo or your team on it but you can um to me still create your own brand and your own identity in the marketplace and affiliate with someone in your marketplace that is hugely successful that gets gives you the credibility that you need yeah definitely and tell me a little bit about the compensation model for that. How are how are you um, organizing that business model? Um, we made it simple. We we started out very complicated, <laughs> and we realized we had to simplify it. Uh, it's as simple as it's the exact same compensation that we use for our own agents. Okay. Um, and because what we didn't want is it can't be less expensive. We don't want to incentivize our agents to leave. <laughs> Um, and, um, then that would not be fair to the other agents and they're getting all of the same services. So, um, our affiliates will have additional costs that some of our agents don't have. They will get a space, mm -hmm. but some of our own agents in our marketplace have their own offices or suites because they want their teams to work there. So that's not unusual. Yeah. And, and really this is a model for virtual agents. And I assume that it kind of, I, I don't know if you were working on this pre-pandemic or if this kind of came out of all of the changes that the pandemic is bringing about? Um, you tell me. <laughs> we started last October okay, uh, and we didn't bring our first affiliate in. That was just like, let's put it together. Let's market this. What are our services? How are we going to work the compensation model? That was going on all at the end of, um, end of 2019. Brought in our first affiliate in the middle of 2020. Okay. It took us that long to figure out how this has worked. And she's been a wonderful guinea pig, gave, given us great feedback, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and she's growing. Um, she felt like here she was, she was an independent agent who had managed for another office, knew she loved to grow agents, and also knew that her previous franchise wasn't offering a lot of services. And if she wanted to compete in the market, she needed to have, you know, the, I would call it the trifecta. She needed um, a great compensation plan for her agents, right? She needed a great location and she needed major uh, great services. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she could get the location and she was okay with managing her agents, but, you know, she didn't have that service model. She couldn't, and she couldn't afford to do those things. So automatically, the first agent she brought in had a big development, you know, so they had signs everywhere. So I feel like I was talking to her this morning She's really happy with that decision and it's catapulted her. I like the acronym LEAP. It just beautifully works out that it can catapult your business. But again, she can focus on bringing agents in and selling real estate. Yeah. And that's um, Key Realty Team and they're in Wyndham, New Hampshire. So tell me what are, where, where are the markets that you currently are, Leading Edge currently is? And then obviously she's the only one that, that has gone through this LEAP program or, or signed up for the LEAP program as of today. Um, but what markets are you in right now? So we're in downtown Boston. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I can t- kind of do it, you know, the towns that if you live all over the country, you know, Lexington, you know, everyone's heard of Lexington and Concord, uh, Belmont, Cambridge, everyone knows where Cambridge is, uh, Andover is north of Boston, Melrose, Reading, Wakefield, uh, let's see, Belmont, Cambridge, Arlington. We have 10 offices. Okay. And we're also in Salem, New Hampshire. We had just opened over the line, realizing in, and in time for the pandemic for everyone to want more space. Our New Hampshire business is exploding because people are leaving the city for more space, being closer to the water, ponds, views. Yeah, definitely. Um, And uh, this is kind of switching gears a little bit, but have you, um, as an office, have you done any major um, strategic changes other than this program due to the pandemic? Or have you closed offices, merged offices, um, you know, went remote with some of your agents? Well, we uh, we hit the ground uh, with a daily call at 8.30. Everyone had to get out of bed. Uh, we're down to only two calls a week and they're very well attended still. Um, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon that we everything's going virtual, we're more remote, we don't need the office space. I can tell you now when everyone's getting vaccinated, I think our, they're going to be hanging from the rafters in our office waiting to hang out with each other again. You know, there was a time that we were thinking, should we let go of our spaces? We had just renovated a brand new training center, which has been sitting vacant. And it hurts to be paying for all that space. But I can tell you now, they we are itching. We want to go on vacation. We want to be in the office. We can't wait to go places. And I maybe our sense of community is more important to us than it's ever been. Yeah. That people who weren't even going into the office before might spend a little bit more time there when they're comfortable. So I'm probably in the anti-camp. I know everyone else is scaling back and saving money and waiting for the economic impact of COVID. And I'm thinking, I've always bucked the system anyway. I'm going to be glad I kept my spaces. Yeah, well, there's always opportunity in these situations. Um, You know, it's just being brave enough a lot of times to take those opportunities. So I know a lot of companies that are growing right now, um, you know, they're, they're not remaining stagnant. They are investing money. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't think you're alone in that. So it's, it's good to hear. It's positive to hear. It's interesting. The real trends study that uh, survey that went out yesterday just asked about scaling back. And I was like, Oh, we're spending more money. Yeah. Hired more people to grow. Uh, we grew during the recession when brokerages were going down left and right, if you're prepared to deal with the market as it is, I always tell our agents, it just doesn't matter whether it's a good market or bad market. We don't care. It's getting clients ready to understand this market. Buyers have no leverage. (laughs) And when it turns around, the sellers have no leverage and have to reduce their prices. It's just dealing with your reality. Yeah, definitely. Well, I hope you answered that question with the fact that you're Spending money, not saving money. So. I did. I did. <laughs> Good, because I like to hear all the input um, on that. So I appreciate that. Um, so let's go back to your LEAP program. I want to talk about some of your goals with this. You said you're talking to quite a few um, teams and uh, individual agents and that. So what are what are some of your goals? And what are some things that maybe you kind of tweaked because of um, Key Realty and their, their feedback? Um. 
you know, just the onboarding process um, of bringing on, because these were not people who, when she brings on an agent, they didn't come directly to us. So there were things we had to tweak there. Um, I will tell you that I'm convinced that um, I'm not a goal-oriented person. I know people say, what are your goals? I've never operated that way, not when I was an agent and not now. Um, John Wooden has this great quote, Tracy, and he said, you know, if you just work on all your skills and you get good at what you do, you're going to like the score at the end of the game. And that's kind of how I play. Let's get good. Let's put out what we're doing. Let's refine this program so that it really works for people. Um, we started out with a flat fee and we didn't cap it. And that killed us. A lot of people are like, it's going to be too expensive. So Tracy, there's a lot of companies that have agents on splits, right? And those splits might be great, 80-20 splits. And I think that's our market for growing the affiliate program. Because when we started out, it was going to be 14% of everything. Um, and that sounded great to a lot of people. But it sounded terrible to people who were in um, capped programs because it, now they were going to be paying more. So lesson learned was, again, to bring it back to the same kind of compensation plan that we're currently using at Leading Edge, um, I think we are going to collect 14% for everyone and then cap it. Okay. And that makes a lot more sense for everyone. And for people who value service, they will pay. But if you're at some discount brokerage right now where you're paying $300 a month and a little bit off the top, we're not for you. You do not value all the things that we're going to do. But if you've loved all those things and you can get them at a discount, then this is a great program for you. Yeah. Well, great. Um, is there anything else you want to add about um, your transition or about the program? Are you working on any other new initiatives that you think our listeners would like to hear or you focused on this for right now? Uh, we don't have any other new initiatives. This has really taken a lot of energy and we feel like this is the best path to growth right now. Uh, I don't like to take on too many things at one time. I am running my boot camp, uh, which has been really a lot of fun, which is very a holistic look at uh, an agent's life, not just their business. You know, if we, we keep them healthy, if they're exercising and moving and taking care of themselves, we know that they'll probably be much more successful in their business. So that's a, what we're working on now. Yeah. I was very impressed with your boot camp when we came into your office to, uh, to review it. So I, I love that. And you, I know you are kind of the specialist in all of that training and um, you've done a great job with all of it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Linda, thank you so much for joining the Real Trends, um, Real Trending podcast. I really enjoyed speaking with you and um, I appreciate your time. It's been an honor, Tracy. Thank you. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. 
Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.